Hey, my friend. Thank you for being here. I have faith that you're doing great today. I'm here live for another episode of The Chit Show, where we consciously deepen inner peace. I don't know if you can uh, see it, but uh, right there in her bunker, Queenie is uh, is supporting me, uh, morally supporting me. Uh, she just got out of uh, under the bed. We had a, a thunderstorm uh, this afternoon, so now she's more... Uh, calm and more social so uh, she's uh, she's with us uh, this uh, this evening she's always around but now she's really kind of kind of like a kind of on a camera <laughs> all right so this evening there uh, it's a subject that uh, um it took me a while to uh, <laughs> to figure out and to really understand and uh mostly through my 20s I really battled with that, I, that that uh, that uh, dichotomy or that you know inner uh, inner battle. I at that time I did not know that I was battling my ego, but I was like you're gonna see uh, uh, you're gonna I'm gonna share a little bit later. I was really focused on everything. Uh, I was focused on um, how could I say nourish nourishing my ego to make it bigger, to somehow feel better. I thought that that was the, the, the way that I, I was supposed to, to go, you know, get more stuff, uh, feel bigger, have a, a, a stronger reputation and whatever. But obviously it's not exactly that way that it works, <laughs> as we'll see a little bit, uh, a little bit later. But uh, definitely it took me literally years to really understand what the ego is and how we're supposed to deal with it because we hear a lot that you know uh the ego is not not necessarily a good thing like it's our dark side or our bad side so i want to say right now that the ego is not bad it's not dark it's not anything except one of the, the multiple uh, multiple uh, facets of our being. So we're gonna we're gonna dive a little bit into what is the ego and to what extent we can uh, well you know if we're not uh, uh, if we're um, uh, if we're not trying to avoid the ego to what extent we can bring it and then go into uh, <laughs> cause a little bit of trouble along the way and how to go the opposite side and really get uh, or get into a, uh, a an inner state of inner uh, an inner state of inner peace yeah <laughs> a state of inner peace and embrace love versus more of the the ego and more of the mater uh, material things in life so a couple of uh, uh welcome so olivia thank you for being here hey ian queenie and everyone and Deanne, hi everybody. Thank you for being here, Deanne. I really appreciate it. And the um, yeah, so the the main subject of the day is, as the title of the live said, how to oh this one how to avoid the ego. So really, the the concept if we take the concept that is like usually that we we hear a lot or that we read online. The idea is that the ego is bad. We should not 
jump into the ego. We should not pursue egotistic, uh, you know, uh, values or uh, um, uh, ways to leave our lead our lives. We should try to to push it, or as the the title of the line, we should try to avoid it. But it's not quite the I would say the best way to go. As the, the little hint tells you right here, <laughs> we don't avoid the ego. Ultimately, we want to embrace it because, as I just said earlier, it is a part of us. So everybody has an ego. And whether you, you, know, you like it or not, whether you want it or not, <laughs> it's there. And we need to deal with it. The best way to deal with it is to embrace it because what, if we try to fight it, what we what we do is feed it. We we give give it a lot of attention. If we we're trying to not be egotistic or egocentric, then what we're doing is really focusing on the ego. So the best way is to accept it, embrace it, and just let it be. The ego will be in and out of your life at various moments. Usually the ego comes in when fear sets in, either on a situation or in, in a relationship or uh, you know at work, when, let's say, through a relationship, when there's a little bit of fear of either being rejected or judged, then the ego will jump in and, oh, you know, the, we're going we're gonna to feel, well, we're going to seem brave or you know tougher indestructible but <laughs> that's the ego that's one of the facets that compose our our whole being and if we try to either avoid it so push it on the side the thing that is is the um the way it's going to go is that the more you give it attention the more you try to push it away the more it's going to fight back so as i shared the best ways to embrace it and then just deal with it whenever it it pops up we're going to jump uh well we're going to go in a little bit deeper into well i got two uh towards the end i got two um tips i would say or two ways to really embrace the ego and live your life not uh focusing on the ego or trying to avoid it or not being egocentric or whatever it's really about how two ways to really live your life, two elements to focus on that when you focus on that, automatically the ego is left on the side. So let's jump into, uh, into that a little bit further. Again, we, uh, well, now we are live. You might be watching that replay. If you have any questions or comments, I have access to the, uh, the chats and the, the, the comments. So put a, uh, a message in the chat or in the comments below, and that's how we can interact. And I would like to know what, uh, what is, uh, how do you view your, your ego or the ego? <laughs> and how do you, uh, how do you do, how do you, um, how, well, how do you avoid it or how do you deal with it? That's more precise, more, more, uh, flexible as a, as a word. How do you deal with your ego? And if you want to share, because obviously 
keep in mind that uh, you know all comments and uh, chat uh, in the chat it's all public so <laughs> share what you feel comfortable sharing but when does your ego pop up most of the time as i shared in my 20s i i battled the ego for probably my whole 20s so a good decade a good 10 years and one of the the ways that uh, I felt that I needed to to prove myself was on like mostly on, on my reputation. So I wanted to uh, you know be the one with let's say the most money or be the most generous one or be the the one at that time be the one that uh, drank more at the bar or be the one that uh, you know I don't know whatever uh, whatever was was. Uh, my my focus at that time i wanted to be the best of whoever i was around and by focusing on these elements then i was completely missing the point of uh self um uh, self growth and well personal growth and to give myself the worth that i was really uh, that i was supposed to recognize inside me so I was focusing solely on the outside and I was trying to make uh, everybody love me. But I forgot in my 20s, I forgot to love myself. I forgot to focus on myself and be a little more, um, uh, give myself a little bit of compassion and be more understanding towards my, you know, my strength and most of my <laughs> weaknesses too. So it took me several years like over 10 years to understand at one point that i could not focus so much on the people outside i had to change something inside because i felt i, I felt the, that i was running out of breath i was trying to do everything to be loved by everyone and it was just it was just not working uh you know a quick my 20s in a nutshell, <laughs> I was working in a restaurant uh, and hotel business. And sometimes I had a lot of money that I was uh, either giving or, you know, I was literally buying friends. And then when I ran out of money, all of my supposed friends just ran out. They, they didn't uh, contact me or anything. So for me, it was the I, I needed the money to be love i needed to you know buy stuff and uh all constantly uh contacting and being relevant in everybody's lives to be loved i thought it was love but it wasn't <laughs> and then when the cash when the money ran out then i had no friends and i had no relationships and you know barely any support so uh, it was uh it was a big realization after those years to understand that I, I couldn't do that anymore. I could not run away, uh, run after the love of everybody. I needed to first love myself. At that time, I didn't know that it was self-love and self-worth that I needed to work on, but I knew that something had to switch. So I decided to switch uh, whatever whatever would come up. I decided to to switch it. So. Got a couple of comments here. Uh, Olivia, I don't know that I have a good enough idea to explain what I think the ego is. I would be interested to learn how the ego can present uh, in different types of personalities. Specifically, uh, how does the ego present or 
what does it look like in someone who is an introvert with low self-esteem, lots of uncertainties and fears? Great question. And by the way, uh, it's, as I shared, it was really hot for a few days here and uh, we're still uh, at the tail end of, uh, of uh, a heat wave for a few days. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm really hot. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll drink water and I'll, uh, I'll splash my face a few times probably during this live. Okay, so great question, uh, Olivia, and uh, we will definitely get to that. It's the same for everybody, but it's uh, how, how I, I can explain it to visualize it. It's a spectrum. So imagine on one side is your 100% of your ego, and then at the complete opposite is 100% of your divine self your your spirit your your higher your higher power so regardless of you know introvert extroverts uh sometimes everybody is the same sometimes we're a little more egotistic or egocentric and <laughs> sometimes we're even almost narcissistic and sometimes we're really close to our divine power and we'll see we'll jump right into the the uh, the main difference between those two extremes so when we lean a little more towards the ego or we lean a little more towards our divinity and to be more specific about your question that i feel it's a uh, it's relevant to to uh, uh be clear on that even in our as an introvert or extrovert or uh, however you identify yourself it's always really relevant to keep in mind that the ego, as I shared in the beginning, the ego is always there. It's, it's one part of our whole being. It's not the main part. It shouldn't be the main part anyway. <laughs> it's not the main part, but we, we tend to give it importance in certain situation. As an introvert, uh, let me use your words, as an introvert with low self-esteem, lots of uncertainties and fears, we need to lean a little bit in the in the ego and the the, the strengths and the quality not the qualities but the benefits of the ego to establish boundaries. So to say to others, this is my line, this is my limit. I need to think of myself first. I need to put myself first. I need, I need my ego to be the center of my, my life, my, my situation, my existence temporarily, but by, by uh, putting limits or boundaries, we need to lean into the ego. And when the boundaries is set up, then we can lean out of the ego because if we stay there then <laughs> the, the the boundaries will become ways to uh, engage uh, harshly with others you know we don't we don't need to defend our boundaries all the time when we set up the boundaries when we lean into the ego set up the boundaries then we can lean into our um uh, our divinity and then through that, with love and with self-respect, then we 
fully, um, how could I say, we fully represent or we fully engage with our uh, dance floor and it establishes or respects or um, uh, confirms those boundaries that we that we put up. So I, I hope that it's uh, <laughs> a little bit uh, a little bit clearer. <laughs> Olivia, uh, a little bit of add-on. I understand that I have one, but when I used your examples for a comparison, buying lots of stuff to have lots of friends, I know I don't have any of those drives, or so you think. <laughs> we'll see. We'll we'll get a little bit more in the in that part of the the spectrum and what it really represents. And we we all have an ego, and most of the time, when we when we we uh, you know maybe as an introvert or maybe as uh, somebody that's uh, like a people pleaser or somebody that uh, uh, doesn't want to hurt anybody or wants to just like fade in the background by doing those things we're doing that with a, an inner uh, uh how could i say pulsion i don't know if that's the right word but anyway <laughs> we we do that out of a need and to satisfy that need, even the person that fades in, into the background, to do that, maybe they fade into the background because they don't want to get hurt, because uh, they think they don't have anything interesting to say, like low self-worth or anything. Their need is to protect themselves. And to protect ourselves, we need to lean a little bit into the ego. We need to establish boundaries we need to take actions that are not part of our divine because they're based in fear if i want to protect myself it's because i'm afraid of something and when it's based in fear i would say 99.9 percent .9 of the time the ego slips in and then to protect ourselves we need to put ourselves first so we need to uh lean into the ego egotistic tendencies or the the, the ego side for the time that we take that action. And then when the, when we take that action and it's a success, then we are in the, in the back, we're faded in the back and everything is fine. But when we lean into our divine, so the, the opposite side of the ego, then we don't want to fade in the back. We don't want to please everybody. We don't want to be, uh, introverted or kind of like, you know, just passive with the uh, social interactions. So, uh, let, let's go a little bit deeper into the, 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 the two sides, but you'll see as everybody else. And as, uh, you know, I thought, <laughs> uh, in my twenties, I was, well, I, I've always been, uh, extroverted, but in my twenties, I thought that that was the, the thing I need, I needed to feed my ego and I needed to, to be loud and I needed to think like put myself first. And, uh, I realized that, uh, that was not the right way at that time, but <laughs> fast forward uh, now, almost 15 years later. And now I teach openly that you need to put yourself first you need to think about yourself you need to to heal yourself you need to replenish your cup of tea i'm sure you uh if you've been uh, following me for a little bit you've heard me say that the that the 
visual uh, aspect of the, the the cup of tea is that we can serve like our energy our personal inner resources imagine a cup of tea and then every day i make myself a tea and i can serve from what is in the cup if i don't take the time when the cup runs low if i don't take the time to make more tea meaning to heal to take time for myself to uh, you know uh, uh replenish my my spiritual uh uh needs and if i don't put myself first in those moments what happens is that i keep serving from the the cup of tea which at one point it runs out and when it runs out i cannot serve others because i have nothing to give so it's really important that uh when the 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 more the cup of the the tea in the cup goes down because i give then the more i need to think about myself the more i need to put myself first the more i need to uh, be the center egocentric so be the center of my life to replenish and then i can come back and serve again with the the new tea that i made by healing by taking care of myself etc cetera, etc cetera. so the uh, the ego, as I shared in the beginning, the ego is not a bad thing. It's one of our uh, facet and we need to embrace it. We need to accept it to be able to use it to our advantage, our benefit. When we see, um, when we hear that, you know, we, we should not indulge in the ego is when, uh, what the, 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 the idea or the invitation is to not lean too much into the ego and to not stay there. So once in a while, we need to go visit that side of the spectrum and then we come back because we were replenished and we put ourselves first and now it's time to, uh, to think of others and give back and so on and so forth. And I know that uh, many that are watching, uh, if that that title called you how to avoid the ego, then it's probably one of your, I wouldn't say constant worry, but it's uh, it's probably constantly in the back of your of your head, kind of a reminder saying like you know don't don't buy too much of uh, <laughs> of nice stuff for you. Keep the money for uh, if somebody else needs it. Uh, don't. Uh, for some, I, I hear that a lot for, uh, for, uh, from nurses and people in the health industry. Don't take too much, too long vacations uh, because people need you at the hospital or wherever they, they are working. So it's all ways that we're trying to avoid the ego. We're trying to not lean into it because we're, we, by association, we think, well, if, if I don't lean into the ego, then I'm on, I'm in my divine uh, self, but not necessarily. If we if we do not lean into the ego, and we're still we're, we're still in fear. So in fear of leaning into the ego, or in fear of displeasing others, in fear of putting up boundaries, in fear of uh, you know uh, running out of friends or whatever. Then we we are in fear. We're not in love. So we're not 
um, uh, leaning into our divine side. So I hope that makes 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 it a little bit clearer. <laughs> it's always I, I know that the I know for me that's why it took me years to really understand that concept because I was uh, reading and listening to a, a little bit of uh, the, the the mainstream idea that the ego is bad. Somebody that was egocentric, somebody that put him or herself first, uh, it was not good. But then at one point I realized that if I don't put myself first, I run myself dry completely. So I need to do that. Ideally, a good balance of both so I can lean into my divine self and be myself and give and contribute and uh uh, give, uh, you know, offer compassion, but at the same time, I have to do that for myself too. So I need to put myself first. I need to lean into the ego. So there are various ways to do it for sure, but it's when we lean too far, as we, we will see when we lean too far or when we stay there, that's when it becomes quite problematic. Okay. So as, uh, the, the little, uh, note oh, here <laughs> it's not too too bad but uh, i can uh, i don't know if i'm uh, i'm shiny on video but uh, <laughs> it's a really uh, a really much warmer than i expected anyway okay so as i i put here this is the interpretation or the definition i would say not the definition but the uh, how Dr. Wayne Dyer explains the ego. So E-G-O, edge or edging God out. And when we edge God out, replace God with uh, whatever you resonate with for your higher power. It could be universe, could be higher power, could be your, your divine self. It could be anything that you want to replace there. But the, the idea is that when we take ourselves out of our divine self our divinity and as i shared we lean into the ego if it's temporary and we come back we're fine but while we lean into the ego we're doing that because there's a little bit of fear somewhere if there was no fear and we took action it's because uh, it would mean that the action is fully out of love so we would be leaning on on our uh, divine self side if there's a little bit of fear like i said earlier somebody that uh wants to like disappear in the background there's a fear in that somebody that uh resists interacting with others there's a fear behind that uh, somebody that like me that overcompensated by <laughs> by trying to be the friend of everybody there's a fear behind that too so when we when we lean into the ego it's okay to use that part of ourselves to benefit from it and then when the, the benefit is is uh, collected or reaped then we come back and we lean into our divine self the main difference between the two is that the the ego as it says right here the ego concentrates 
mostly, I would say, a, to a really high percentage on the physical plane versus our, the, our divine self. So whenever something is physical, like uh, I shared earlier, when we lean into it to heal ourselves, to replenish our energies, to take care of ourselves, like to, to take a warm bath or to go for a massage, those are all physical uh, I would say if we, you know, if we take them too far, they can become uh, really hedonistic uh, uh, actions or behaviors. But by indulging in them for, of course, for our benefit, but then to serve from a fuller cup, that is the, that is the role of the, that part of ourselves. So the ego is there to come back to the, the, the physical plane. So uh, another example would be to make money to pay bills and to put a roof over your, your family's, uh, over your family. And, you know, that, that's fine that we need, because most of them, I'm, I'm guessing that if you're watching this video, you are in somewhat of a capitalist world. So, we need those things to be able to serve better and to contribute more. And we need to take care of ourselves on the physical plane to be able to safely and lovingly lean into our divinity. So uh, I, I, I hope that uh, I hope that I'm clear making that that difference. The ego is centered on the physical plane. And our, obviously, our divine self is um, uh, focused or more, <laughs> yeah, more focused on our divinity or the, 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 div the divine plane. So whenever we go into the ego, it's more, uh, it's more of a, a, a physical, we, we take care of physical needs. If we lean into the ego and then we stay there, because it feels good. <laughs> I, you know, one thing that I can say about my twenties is that I, I leaned a lot in the ego and it felt great. <laughs> but at one point I realized that the more I was leaning into the ego, the more I was concentrating on one element of my life, the physical element. So drinking drugs, you know, partying, uh, fake relationships, uh, trying to like more money, trying to buy stuff and all those physical needs or, you know, th that physical plane, the more I was leaning into it, the more I was empty inside because I wasn't connecting. Well, I was completely disconnected from my divine self. So it, it's, that's why I visualize it as a spectrum because we need both. But if we go too far, then we disconnect completely with with both sides same thing uh, when we lean completely on uh, in our uh, divine self or and uh, the divine plane when we go well when we go too far yeah when we go too far into that side we lose touch with the physical reality completely so it, it's it's not i would say it's uh, from my perspective anyway, <laughs> it's much better to lean too far into the divine self, but to have that full human experience, we need the physical side. 
And if we lean too far into the physical side, then we're missing out on the divine uh, on the divine plane and all the all the benefits that we can get into onto that side. I hope uh, I hope that's, uh, that 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 makes sense. As long as it makes sense, let's uh, let's move forward. Olivia makes sense. Great, thank you. <laughs> all right. So the I wanted to you know take a little bit of time to really differentiate both. To, to confirm that the ego is not, is not a bad thing. <laughs> we need it. We need to lean into it. And then we come back and we lean on the, into the, uh, onto the other side. So, all right. But what happens when we do lean too far is that now we can go from egotistic tendencies or, you know, a few actions to egocentric to a, a, an egocentric behavior and then all the way to the end is a narcissistic pers personality disorder and i'm i'm sure that you met some people at least one person that was completely out in the uh, in the uh, in the extreme and usually once they lean that far they're kind of stuck in there and I want to uh, add a little bit of information. A narcissist is not necessarily a narcissist in every single situation uh, in the, his or her life. The person that's narcissist uh, is like that personality disorder. Usually it, it has a, a good hold on their whole lives, but that doesn't mean they're, they are narcissist or they have narcissistic tendencies in every aspects of their lives but usually once we lean that far out it's really tough to come back in that's why we call it a personality disorder because at that point your personality is completely deformed because you're you lost touch with your divine side you uh, at that point if you are if you lean that far at that point you think you're the divine. <laughs> that's that's why we we say it's a disorder because the the order of the natural order of things is not there anymore. The narcissists think that he or she is the divine, so they're they're um, they're seeking enlightenment from their own self. They're, they're well, I wouldn't say enlightenment, but the, they're, they're seeking. All the the validation, their their um, uh, their uh, how could I say, what the word I'm looking for, their uh, like they're 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 expecting that we're gonna preach uh, no that <laughs> we're gonna pray to them. They they expect everybody else to put them on a pedestal. And to recognize that somehow they are better than the rest. Like they're really, really, really into themselves. And that's why, because it, it's it's disorderly and because it's it doesn't make um, it's not concurrent with the the, the 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 I would say regular or normal way of being a human, then it's a personality disorder. And I say that it, it's really tough to come back from it because the step down from 
narcissist from that pedestal down to you know <laughs> the the rest of the, the 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 regular folks it's a really big step down and uh, usually it comes with a bunch of other mental uh, mental health issues but it's to to give you an example that when we lean so far out that when we when we uh Sur, uh, surpass or go farther or further in than the just the, the tendencies or a few actions here and there and then to uh, an ongoing behavior with the the being egocentric and then leaning into even further out and getting stuck into a narcissist uh, as a narcissist person then it's it's uh yeah it's really problematic <laughs> and at the two extremes if we're too narcissistic or too leaned uh, leaned in towards that end of the spectrum then we're completely disconnected with the other end with the divinity and same thing if we go completely into the divine and let's say meditate 24 7 and cut complete uh cut out completely the physical plane of our existence because we are uh, we are humans so we are from my perspective we are spirits that are living a physical existence so if we cut that physical existence completely then we're we're still stuck in the divine from my point of view uh, i've never been stuck in the divine or never leaned that far <laughs> From my perspective, it would be better to be stuck in the divine than uh, at the end of the physical plane. But <laughs> sometimes so, some people might uh, might think differently than that. <laughs> All right. So now we know what exactly the ego is. So EGO, when we edge God out or we edge the, our divinity out, it means that we were leaning into the, uh, uh, the the ego plane, the ego part of ourselves. If we lean too far, then we get usually we get stuck somewhere in there, and it's quite tough to to come back. It's definitely doable, but it is a challenge to come back because, as I said, said earlier, when we're leaning into our ego, when we're um, indulging in our hedonistic physical side it feels really good <laughs> it, it feels really good when we're there at one point though we recognize that we're empty inside if we stay there we become empty inside so we need to come back you know we need to uh, replenish refill our cup of tea and then come back to dive into our divine self and then uh, um, offer compassion to others, be of service, um, feel uh, gratitude or express gratitude, and you know all, all those uh, divine, divinely aspects of our existence. Okay, so the last two points that I want to bring up are the two ways to not to avoid the ego, but to embrace it accept it by acting differently than what the ego invites us to do because the ego is uh, uh what's the word pervasive maybe like it, it 
it wants us to lean into it, you know, the, uh, on a, um, uh, on a Christian perspective for, uh, for a, a religious, uh, reference, the ego is the devil. <laughs> so the, when you lean into the ego, if you lean too far, the devil will, will keep you there. So it's, it's important to do so because we have a physical experience, because we have a physical uh, aspect of our lives, it's important to lean into that aspect and uh, take care of those needs. When they are taken care of, we need to come back and then indulge as far, if not a little bit more, on our divine side. So it's, it's always uh, to find the balance between the two and keep in mind that the ego, it's not about avoiding it, it's about embracing it and using it to our advantage. So two ways to, uh, as I shared, when we need to lean into the ego to do that, but two ways to, uh, how could I say, <laughs> two ways to lean into our divine self. And by doing that, we automatically tell the ego, like, just wait for me on the side, I'm going to do this. And <laughs> then I'll, uh, I'll take care of you. So first, uh, first way is to focus on your divinity. I think I've said it <laughs> few, enough time uh, in, in the last, uh, in this live, we need the ego. We need to lean into the physical plane. Once the needs are, are met, because remember something that comes in mind, remember the, the Maslow pyramid, the physical aspect, the physical needs are at the bottom. And if you if you see, if you look on the on the internet for the 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 right proportions, the physical needs are the, it's the the slimmest uh, um, line of the, the the three or four four or four lines. So it's the slimmest one. Once those needs are met, we don't need to take uh, to think about them anymore. And I'm, I'm taking for granted that if you're watching this, then most of your physical needs are met most of the time. So, you know, if you have access to internet and you're taking the time to, to watch me, which I really appreciate, then I take for granted that most of your physical needs are met most of the time. So when they're met, it's time to come back to yourself and then lean into your divinity, lean into the, the, the mind and the spirit part of your life and your existence to meet the other needs of the, the Maslow's uh, pyramid. So one way to do that, it is to intentfully focus on your divinity. And how do you recognize your divinity? Well, what makes you whole and what is sacred for you. It's, it's a completely 100% personal perspective. So what makes you whole? What is sacred? Your, uh, your passions, your uh, uh, inspiration, uh, your uh, rituals, your relationships, your could be anything that comes to mind, could be uh, you know, it uh, could be a hobby that for you, that that time of the day is sacred every single day for, 
I don't know, half an hour, you do, uh, you indulge in your hobby and it's a sacred time. Even if you're, you know, indulging in that may, may um, support some, something on the fine, uh, uh, the, the physical plane because you're indulging into it because you're, you're passionate about it because when you, you indulge into it, uh, you law you lose um, the 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 time you, like your time frame because you're so into it it's your your soul it's your spirit that is nourished by it so that is part of your divinity and by doing that interestingly enough <laughs> we also nourish the the physical plane as i said earlier you know the the cup of tea when I make tea, I make, I remake or I refill my cup of tea. I do stuff that is, or, you know, activities or, you know, take a break or take a nap or uh, take a, a hot bath, go for a massage, go for a walk, uh, uh, go hug a tree, anything. I do that that are physical uh, on the physical planes, but how I do them, I do them to nourish my divine or my divinity, my divine self. So we can lean into the ego while, um, yeah, lean into the ego while answering uh, or nourishing our divine uh, self. So that's like, that's why at the beginning I said it's not to avoid the ego. If we avoided the ego completely, if we tried to not be, um, uh, how can I say, hooked or influenced by our uh, physical, lower physical needs, then we would be missing some part of our existence. Again, because we have a physical uh, plane, because we have a physical uh, uh, part to our existence, we need to answer to it, but it's not necessarily only physical uh, at, the, at one time. When we lean into the ego, we can do it in a way that we um, uh, resonate with our divine self. When we when we answer physical needs, our spirit can be nourished too. All right. So that's the that's the first part, and then drum roll. <laughs> Phew. We're going to get through it. <laughs> All right. I got a little bit, uh, I got a message over here. All right. Uh, Olivia, sort of sounds like using the ego as a bit of a tool. Would that be a somewhat accurate interpretation? Definitely. Definitely. I would say the ego is, uh, uh, as, as a, a tool is a good way to see it. It's a reference. So when we... The ego is there to remind us that we do have physical needs and we we need, we must take care of them. Like the, the ego, let's say we take, I can take a, a really a really simple example. A really simple example, yes, <laughs> is when I'm hungry, that's a physical need. I cannot nourish my body. Well, some would debate on that but i cannot nourish my body my physical body only with my uh, my divine self 
like I cannot like by uh, focusing on my divine self a hundred percent and completely avoiding the physical plane. I can't do that. I would not survive. There are some stories where you know uh, uh, there was one the, the first Buddha that you know uh, meditated for forty days without eating or drinking. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that happened. But I know that when I'm hungry, I need to to uh, answer to that physical need, and that's part of the the ego to to satisfy that hedonistic need. And then when it's satisfied, then I can come back and contribute fully on my divine self. I can uh, answer that need, that physical need, while doing uh, while uh, nourishing my my uh, divinity so i can choose uh, a meal that is really uh, satisfying and healthy and you know vibrant and colorful and so through my eyes and through the the taste i nourish some part of my divinity while answering my physical need of uh, nourishing my body if I take it too far, <laughs> if I if I just take the the pleasure side of it and I start eating and eating and eating, then the more I lean into the 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 the, the ego side, the more I disconnect from my divinity. And ironically enough, if I eat myself all the way to narcissist. I will feel completely inside. I will feel completely empty inside. It might be uh, tricky to imagine a narcissist feeling empty, but believe me that there is never a narcissist that is truly happy, that is truly fulfilled, that is truly that feels truly loved. It's always when you're that far out, it's always about you. It's always about being, uh, uh, you know, a level or two above everybody else. So there's a lot of stress and a lot of darkness that goes into that. So uh, uh, something as simple as eating, the, the ego reference references that aspect of us, that physical aspect. That's why we need to embrace it. And or you know reference or a tool like uh, Olivia suggested, we need to embrace it to be able to use it to be able to to recognize that it is there. And if we don't take care of it, that's where uh, things well. That's one way that things can uh, can go wrong. All right. So thank you for that, Olivia. I appreciate that. That's a good uh, that's a good reference. Uh, and yes. So second idea <laughs> to, to wrap this up is to be enthusiastic. So let yourself be inspired by your higher power. Roughly, not roughly the, the same idea, but enthusiastic or joy or really being passionate in whatever you do, even uh, while you attend to those physical needs, being enthusiastic and theos means the uh, the god in you again the god you can switch that for the universe for uh, your higher power your divine self uh, any type any god that you want any divinity that you you resonate with 
you can replace it with that. It means being enthusiastic. It means that you are infused with your God or your the, the universe or your higher power. And when you are like that, then it it's it's bigger than you. It it uh, how how can I say it? <laughs> it carries you to do what you what you want to do, what you are called to do. So that happens when you're you're passionate in your actions or when you have a really strong passion for something and you lose yourself into it. It nourishes your divinity it makes you lean into that divine self uh, side of the the spectrum and it is done you're you, you're taking actions based in love that's what's the the most important when we take action when we lean into the ego it's there for the physical part when that is done or while we're taking care of that part, we can also rebalance by leaning into our divine self. And the two ways to do that is to consciously focus on your divinity. So by giving yourself, by recognizing your divinity, then it's not even a question of self-worth because you are divine. There's a part of you that is divine. That, that is spiritual, your spirit, your soul. It's not your body. It's not your, your mind that is intellectual and logic. It's your, your soul that is divine. So by recognizing that, by consciously focusing on your divine self, then it, it's not about avoiding the ego. It's not about, you know, trying to give yourself a certain worth or something. It's about recognizing that you're divine and that divinity in you is worth everything. <laughs> There's no price to be put on that, uh, on that worth. And the second way is to be enthusiastic. Bring the joy, bring the passion to what you do, anything. It could be uh, playing sports. It could be arts. It could be singing. It could be doing as what i do i hope that you feel the the uh, <laughs> the the divinity the enthusiasm that i i i have when i talk with you uh, on uh, on camera or in person i hope that you feel it because it's there and that's what i'm called to do and every time uh, you could ask uh, people around me i i have like uh, two two different personalities i have a personality that's super calm and you know most of the time uh, I'm uh, reflected and I'm, uh, I can be funny. Anyway, I think I'm funny. <laughs> and when the, the lights go on and the camera is on, then I'm, I'm inspired to share a message. I'm inspired. I would like to like go through the camera and touch you. So I hope that my words <laughs> and my message touches you and that you feel my enthusiasm. And by doing that, by being enthusiastic uh, um, while sharing my message, then I'm, I, I am leaning on my, in my uh, divine self side. I am, uh, my, my actions and my words are based in love and I am nourishing that side. I'm, con well, in, that, in this moment, I'm not consciously focusing on my divinity. 
but through enthusiasm, I nourish that side. That's why that <laughs> tonight I'm sweating and I'm <laughs> I'm running out of breath. <laughs> so I'm doing that really because I'm I'm passionate and it it grows on me and in me and that's uh that's what i share with you in the in these moments so those two elements focus directly or consciously on your divinity so through meditation through recognizing that you have a divine part in you uh it can be through prayers it can be through uh uh you know a conscious walk or slow walking or getting in touch with nature it could be anything that calls that that calls you towards that activity or that element focusing consciously focusing on your divinity is one way to to say to the ego not not now i'll deal with you later <laughs> and the second one is being enthusiastic so and to to wrap it all around or wrap it wrap it up you will never see a narcissist being consciously focused on their divinity because they're completely detached from it and you will never see a narcissist being truly fully enthusiastic enthusiastic in their actions and in their present moment so that doesn't mean that if you're if you're not focusing on your divinity and you're not enthusiastic you're automatically a narcissist <laughs> not at all like i said it's a spectrum and at any given time during the day we're somewhere on that spectrum it's when we lean too far on the ego side and then we get caught up in the the, the pleasure and the you know the 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 ever demanding physical needs that we can get that we can have so when we get stuck in there, then we just keep going farther and farther out towards uh, the, the narcissistic uh, personality disorder. So know that when you do meet somebody that seems to be narcissistic, uh, narcissist in certain aspects, keep in mind that it's because they're completely, they lean too far and they're completely detached from their divinity and uh it's a long way that they have uh, if they ever want to come back they have a really long journey ahead of them it's doable but it's it's a real challenge so to not get there <laughs> go go uh embrace your your ego accept it use it as a tool as a reference and understand it go deeper into the knowledge of uh, the, the self-knowledge of your ego to know your limits to know your real needs to to explore them and knowing that at any point in time if you feel that you're leaning a little bit too far focus intentfully and consciously focus on your divinity and bring your or generate enthusiasm with passion with your passions or your hobbies or whatever through your actions and the ego will get back to to its place i hope that all of this makes sense <laughs> thank you for your uh, your comments your participation your attention 
I hope that this resonated with you. And uh, again, if uh, well, if you're live, the replays are on uh, my YouTube channel. And if you are uh, watching that uh, that uh, replay, put in the comment below what what do you think of all this? How do you deal with your ego? Uh, for you, when when does your ego pop up and or creeps up on you? And when in those moments, knowing that you would benefit from focusing on your divinity and uh, generating more enthusiasms and your action, then what are you willing or ready to do to do that? You know, when you lean too, too far into your ego, maybe uh, a little bit of meditation would help bring you back, you know, to, to bring you back to your center, to bring you back to yourself. That is a, a quick, uh, a quick fix if, if that resonates with you. So on that note, I wish you a great week. We're going to be here, same place, same time next week for another episode of the Chit Show, also related to identity. So the, with the, the uh, Sadhana approach, the identity, not sure if you can see it, but the yellow, the uh, solar plexus uh, chakra that we're exploring throughout the month of May. So I, I hope, I wish that you will be there with us or watch the replay afterwards. And uh, in the meantime, take good care of yourself, explore your, <laughs> your ego and your divinity side. And uh, the uh, uh, Olivia, uh, great show Ian, very interesting points I have given. It has given, given me things to think about how I move through daily life. That's great, I like that. <laughs> Head out to your balcony and enjoy the uh, the breeze and cool off. Definitely, <laughs> I'm gonna eat also. Uh, and uh, Deanne, thank you again, Ian, for this moment. Thank you all, Olivia, Deanne, and everybody else that will uh, watch this uh, at a later time. Take good care of yourselves. We're gonna see each other very soon in another live or another video. Namaste, my friends. <laughs>